you hear a lot about Joe Burrow and those three receivers. It's that easy. So, with perspective on that, we go to our buddy Mike Detoyer down there in Baton Rouge. Mike, what's hey, up? Hey, How hey. are you, man? I'm doing great, guys. Great How? to be back on with y'all. Oh, love it, love it, love it. Uh, always try to invent reasons to put you on, but we really didn't need one here. There's a lot of LSU uh, activity in this game on both rosters, and and uh, you've got all kinds of stories, I'm sure, about Jamar Chase going up against Christian Fulton at, in LSU practice sessions. Man, uh, you know, I saw them both at Rumble. You know, they they were both at the same high school. And uh, Fulton was the guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Fulton was the All-American. He was one of the, if not the number one rated player in the state of Louisiana and probably one of the top two or three in, in the deep south. And then Jamar comes right after him. But uh, yeah, that was some battles. Um, and uh, Coach O had always told me, uh, hey, Mike, nothing about this uh, stuff about uh, one against twos. <laughs> it's iron on iron, baby, just like we did at Miami of Florida, that SC. Okay, and – Man, they would get at it in practice, and, uh, you know, we've had Warren Sapp on in the past and some of the other guys uh, that played at Miami, and, you know, Warren was, man, listen, when you got through a, a Miami practice, man, the game was easy. And I think it sort of got to be that way, you know, in, in 18 and 19 with LSU when you had these guys going at it. And I mean – uh, it was iron on iron with these two guys, and they they were terrific. And again, it was a, a battle where Fulton was the established guy, and Jamar was this up and coming young stud wideout. And okay, you won some and you lost some, but they would get after it pretty good. It was aggressive uh, between the two, but that that's how. Ogeron wanted it back then, man. He wanted, he wanted it, and he wanted the battle uh, between those two guys. And you think about the receiving core uh, back then at LSU with Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase and Terrace Marshall. And you were like, whoa, uh, <laughs> uh, that, that, that's pretty impressive. And Racing McMath, uh, yeah. you know, because uh, I know o-, o would always tell me, hey, if they got him in a race, uh, you know a lot about track. Racy beats all their ass in a race. <laughs> he, he's like, I'm just telling you, he's the biggest and he's the fastest of the bunch. Um, and, man, it, it was it was something to see. Uh, in this state, when you think about it, and, and I've tried to tell this to other recruiters from outside the state of Louisiana, listen, LSU can't get all of them. In the last five years, the state of Louisiana has produced 68 Division One wide receivers. Goodness. So, man, well, why, why wouldn't a Tennessee or an Ole Miss or a TCU or Arkansas hit the state of Louisiana? That's the, the number two school in the state of Louisiana for recruiting players, especially the top ones, is Alabama. You know, so my thing is that there's no in-state battle here. Uh, you should get into the to the fight, uh, but they got they got some wide receiver talent here. It's unbelievable. Uh, we uh, we had a deal one time at one of our pitch and catch camps, and uh, it was Jamar and Justin and Racy, uh, Devontae uh, Smith who won the Heisman at Alabama, 
and uh, and Mark Wes, who's with Buffalo, he's the return man there. He was from North Louisiana. And uh, Jarvis Landry standing right next to me, and they got 200 receivers at this camp. And they were like one after the other after the other. And Landry tells me, hey, coach, I'm going to take the first five, and you can take the rest. We winning. <laughs> he walked away from me. That's it was so like, cool. yeah, I'm going to take them guys. You can take all the rest of them cats that they got here. Uh, it was unbelievable to watch them and how competitive uh, these young men were. But watching Fulton go up against Jamar, and you could tell Jamar had the chip because Christian had always been the guy. He was the guy at Archbishop Aromo. He was the man. And he knew if he could beat him, yeah. then, man, anybody else in the SEC was going to be easy. And Ed had always told me, Mike, uh, Fulton's one of the best five players on this team. And I, at first I misunderstood what he said. I thought he said one of the five best players on defense. I said on defense. He said, hell no, <laughs> on the team. <laughs> Yo, Ed, Ed was distinct about it after that, on the team. Hey, real real quick, uh, Mike Natalia with us. Speaking of LSU, so did Brian Kelly spend time with you? Is that where he got his uh, Cajun accent? Oh, no, he'd have had it worse than that. I, mean, uh, <laughs> I was kidding. Yeah, man, listen, if, he, if he'd have spent time with me, uh, he'd have had it a lot worse. But I will say this, and, um, you know, my brother's been away from Louisiana now for over 20 years. He doesn't have the accent anymore. Really? But when, no, but when he comes back down here and he hears it, yeah. you become a parrot. <laughs> you 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 say it exactly, like and so I I get it. See from people from around here, oh uh, not from around here, they don't get it. And I can see where man Brian, and they got dudes with flatter accents than me. So and he's around them, and so you start start up parroting it. So and that's man, what happened. With, you think he just started parroting? I. I I guarantee I would put every nickel I have on it that you're around it so much. You start parroting it and man, he started talking to people about going fishing and all man. He's, he, you know, he's scratching them where they itch. This man, he's talking about going once everything settled down, man, I want to go fishing. I want to go soccer fishing. I want to go fishing uh, for tuna. Uh, you know, I want to go red fishing. So, oh yeah, uh, and they got cats that'll bring him any day of the week when he wants to go. And uh, put it to you this way: you're not going to ride, you're going to catch. Mm. There's none of this stuff about maybe catching. It's how much you want to catch. So is he going to go after alligators? You think somebody going to get him in a boat and go looking for alligators? Well, listen, that uh, that's something you got to want to do. Uh, <laughs> now, listen, uh, you can't uh, stumble into that, Mike, can you? No, 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 because here's, here's my deal. Growing up here and, and being on uh, water, I, I maybe saw one or two up until maybe I was 20 years old. I, you didn't see it. You didn't see alligators here. Huh. Then now on the food chain, they are the king. There is nothing uh, that's close. If you moving, you in that belly. Uh, these alligators have taken over. And listen, uh, where I used to swim at one time or go ski, and I ain't getting in that water because uh-huh. I know if I fall w- with a ski or I go swimming, they got a critter in there that's bigger than me. And that is saying something. He's big. <laughs> he's big. And he and that tail when he whacks you with it, um, it it's a a good left hook. 
uh, when he hits you. Well, uh, but nah. yeah, it, it's unbelievable. That and bald eagles here. I, I got we got a nest of them uh, right to my right where I'm doing this show uh, in my my den, and right to my very right, man. They they got some. They got mom and pop, and they got the kids. And you can you can see them. They uh, they pretty big. Oh uh, yeah, those they, things are huge. And they got a ton of them here now. It's it's all over. Cool. They uh, they got uh, relocated after Hurricane Ida. That the tree went down <laughs> where the nests were, and so they had to vacate premises. But uh, they back, and uh, they pulling um, they they pulling grass and dirt out of yards here. It, like if you have a mound of dirt in your yard that you're trying to spread out, you got an uneven area and stuff like that. Uh, put it to you this way: They help you take that dirt away. They they grabbing it and taking off. <laughs> Mike did tell you with it. We always end up talking about the uh, the food chain down in uh, Louisiana. You know who else is back is Derrick Henry, and and that's a guy put oh. in a boat looking for alligators. That alligator would be scared of him. Uh, that's all I know. Uh, Derrick, uh, he came. He was I think a junior uh, in high school, and he came to one of our camps. And uh, almost had to ask for ID because I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, you're a junior in high school? And, you know, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then he starts explaining that he's a track athlete and, you know, runs the 100, 200 meter dash. And I'm like, whoa, um, uh, man, I know I'm getting a little older in age, but man, uh, my eyesight ain't that bad. Uh, and you see this big, tall guy and he, and he was pieced together even back then. And you, man. But he, but he had pretty much made up his mind. He, that day, we, we talked for a little while. In fact, actually, uh, one of the uh, local television stations actually has the interview with me and him, and he, he basically kind of told you, listen, I'm going to Alabama. Uh, I'm going to play running back at Alabama. <laughs> then he chased off a lot of other young guys from there, too, uh, you know, uh, of how good he was, how big he is. Yeah. But you don't realize how fast he is. And, Are you, you surprised, know, he, like looking back to that day when he was a junior, that that guy would would never change position? Like a lot of those guys are like college guys, like, hey man, you're too big. Go go line up, put your hand in the ground, go go rush the quarterback. Well, are you are you kind of surprised looking back to that? Yes, day? And, and why is because of who he played for. See, Nick's reputation here at LSU was to change your positions, um, and Marcus Spears got got a good story but i've heard it so many times you know marcus came in he was a tight end and then they moved him to defense because they they promised him oh you're gonna play tight end you're gonna play tight end here <laughs> we're gonna use the tight end. and all of a sudden he's a defensive end Corey webster who played his high school football right up the road from me was a quarterback played a little bit of uh kind of a wingback position oh they promised him you're gonna be a receiver you're gonna be a receiver one year he stayed a receiver boom he's now a cornerback michael clayton Oh, uh, was a terrific college football player. Uh, but in high school, he was a quarterback. And, oh, yeah, Nick, oh, yeah, he, we'll give you a shot at quarterback. Next thing you know, he's a wide receiver. <laughs> so, Brandon, uh, you guys will remember Brandon Jacobs, yep. mm-hmm. who ended up at Auburn. <laughs> Only thing is, man, he saw that running back class pretty big there, but he, he always wanted to play at LSU. And it was actually Marcus Spears that told him, hey, listen, you come to LSU, you never play running back again. <laughs> wow. Marcus, Marcus Spears kept that man from LSU. He knew that. And, and Marcus was like, no, he said, Brandon, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, man, the way you piece together, you are going to be rushing the quarterback right alongside me. I'm just telling you, Nick is going to move you. And 
you know, again, it's to hear Brandon tell a story about, man, you know, I'm over there and Nick's selling me, man, we need a big thunder back. We think you're the guy, this and that. And he said, man, I'm starting to think about what Spears tells me. And, you know, and then he said, all of a sudden, other guys were telling them the exact same thing. And, you know, Brandon's like, okay, I wanted to play running back. Uh, so bad, and, you know, Auburn gave me that opportunity, so I went there. But he's, he, even today, he'll say that my biggest regret in the world was not going to LSU. Uh, that's always where I wanted to play. But I had in the back of my mind that Nick would always move me. And uh, Brandon was like a one-man wrecking crew. Yeah. They had him return a punt uh, at uh, an uh, an all-star game, no, I, I did the I did the color for it for an all-star game, Bayou all-star game here. Bayou all-star and I see him run off the he, – he's on the bench. And I see him run off the bench, and he waves off the, the punt returner, who was all of about 165 pounds, and he catches this punt on a dead run. And it was like watching – a uh, 19-year-old going up against, like, 11- and 12-year-olds. He, he was, like, holding them back. You know, like, he, he wasn't really running into them. He had his arm out, and he was just <laughs> holding them off. And finally, they had about four of them that finally brought him down. And you could see he was laughing about it. He flipped the ball back. He never returned another punt that night. He did run the ball a few times. But it was like, whoa. <laughs> so that's the type of talent that, you know, was in that state. But to see it, uh, it, it's remarkable that I think about Brandon when I think about Derek, yeah. that, that yeah. he still ended up playing running back. Because yeah. I think Nick probably had a few thoughts about maybe he could help me. Because, look, Nick's a defensive-oriented coach. Yeah, that's right. But all I know is you get that big man out in open field, and you see a lot of Ole moves. I, I mean, it's wait. like going to the bullfight. I, I mean, wait. everybody's running out of his way. I love it. Mike Dettelier with us on 3H. Hey, Mike, let me ask you this real quick, man. Pull the curtain back on a guy like Joe Burrow. What is he What is he like away from the field? Or what did you see on the field and away from the field like that made you believe that this guy's just a little bit different? First time I met him, uh, I thought it was uh, Richie Cunningham from Happy Days. <laughs> I mean, that's what he looked like to me. He, he looked like Richie Cunningham from Happy Days. And then when you saw him and his competitiveness, you were like, okay, he's a different breed of cat. He's a different guy. Uh, it, it, he took over that locker room like I have never seen an LSU player do in over 30 years. When they won the national championship, the coaches and Ed never had to tell them anything. Joe was in there chewing ass if they messed up. They they ran up 48 points on a team, but the first quarter was a little bit uneven. Man, Joe was in there screaming at them. But are we going to get off to this bad start every game? I'm <laughs> kind of cure the language. No, he was on them. Ed didn't have to tell them nothing. Yeah. I, nothing at all. Uh, a lot of people don't know he, he banged up his shoulder, had a little surgery, and so he's wearing the vest, okay, entering his senior year. can't touch him. Well, they got one of these genius defensive players. He don't understand what the vest is, and he pops Joe. And next thing you know, they got a brouhaha out of this world, linemen hitting linemen, and it, it's a big deal. 
And, you know, the coaches are trying to peel him off. Well, the guy who really started the fight was Joe Burrow. <laughs> I mean, he I mean, he was Jeez. he was as aggressive a player and a leader as I've ever seen. And in a funny story with him, he comes to the Manning camp and he always called me coach. And so we walking away and we doing the show for WWL that afternoon from the end zone and he walks by me and he's like hey coach come see he said man you know coach O's always on me about one thing or another he said uh come on man you guys are tight you got to tell me come on give me some stuff about him i said oh no 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 what happened on the bayou stays on the bayou dude i, I mean i can't i can't say nothing he's like no but tell me something that's gonna aggravate him i said you mouthing back to him he's like yeah when he jumps on me i jump back on him i said don't tell him nothing that'll aggravate him more than anything and so he learned after a while, and, and Ed was like, hey, Mike, I don't know what's wrong with him. I tell him something, he don't tell me a damn word. Nothing, nothing. He said, I don't. But, you see, that was Joe. Uh, Joe was sort of slick with it, and he reminds me a lot of Peyton Manning in this regard. He wants to find out stuff about you so he can use it against you. And, and, and Eli was the first one to tell me, man, all these campers come in here, and Peyton goes talk to all these top flight quarterbacks that come here to the Manning camp, and he said, "You know what's going to happen to it one day? He's going to use it against them." Oh, what's your, what's your best pass? Which pass you struggle with? What do you like to throw? What don't like to throw? And he's like, "Man, I'm just..." And, and Joe was exactly that. But when he came to Manning and he stood on that chair because they had so many reporters on the interview him that day and said, "Guys, I guarantee you, we're going to average like 45 points a game at LSU." And my thing is, what LSU are you talking about? I mean, come on, the, the one in Baton Rouge? Come on, you got to be another school. And sure enough, man, he, he was dead on right about it. But he was the leader of the group, one of the toughest guys I've ever seen here. And goes to show how tough he is. You know, you get sacked 51 times yeah. behind that offensive line. That's why I think the Titans win. Uh, I just think they're better in the trenches than what Cincinnati is, and it's a great story, and I'll always pull for Joe and Jamar and what they did. Uh, you know, and Joe changed the world here at, at LSU, and Jamar has been unbelievable. But I think the Titans win because they're better up front, and the Bengals are sort of beat up along that defensive line, and now you got to play Derrick Henry. Uh, good luck, buddy. <laughs> Mike Dettelier, love checking that, in Mike. with you, man. And, uh, hey, we'll get closer to draft time, get you in here more often. Thanks a lot, guys. Y'all take care. Right, Thanks, the Mike. M&D Draft Report. Go ahead and search that out. This guy does amazing work and uh, always love catching up.